Welcome back to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting on the couch to my left with me, as always, is the Prince of Pixel himself, Nick Wright. And today we're going to be talking about our 10 favorite Sega Genesis games. So Nick, um, here we are doing another top 10 list of uh, our favorite games. We've been doing nothing but Nintendo lists yeah. uh, because we love Nintendo. But we have we have had other loves in our lives as far as uh, you know consoles go. Um, I, I actually myself go pretty far back with Sega um, and have been a big supporter of Sega and a lot of their products. And I think other than the 32X, if I'm not mistaken, I have purchased all of their products. Yeah, you had the Sega CD add-on, and uh... yep, it started with the uh, Sega Master System. Um, I actually had that before I had an NES. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I had it before the NES. Um, I I picked the losing teams a lot, <laughs> as we may come to find out in future episodes. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, we we can say you know you had your Turbo Graphics sixteen, yeah. and but I I had three DO. Yeah, I mean, you know, we took chances. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, and we got some, we had some fun experiences. What, what was it? Was it Bonk that sold you on Turbo Graphics? Oh yeah, what, Bonk what totally you... sold me. Um, it was the first 16-bit game uh, system. Yeah. So that enticed me as well. I wanted to, you know, I was I was anxious to get that jump in graphics. Yeah. So you know, I, I had my NES and loved it, but I was like, I want to, you know, in the magazines and stuff, we're like talking about it quite a bit. It looked cool. The the yeah. graphics were colorful. But back to Sega, um, the main reason I was on the Master System to begin with is I really love Sega arcade games. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite arcade games at the time were like Shinobi and Hang On and, you know, Afterburner. And they were just like hit after hit in the arcades. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to get the system that's going to allow me to play the arcades at home. Because the NES never really did that. Yeah. Sega very much catered to that type of audience. Well, I guess, to be fair, they did early on. I mean, they, you know, when True. Nintendo started out, they had Donkey Kong, Popeye, You're Mario right. Brothers. You're Donkey right. Kong Correction. Jr. They did. They and, did have some. But, uh, but we've evolved since then. And the arcades, you know, greatly evolved in, in that time period. So, you yeah. Know, um, so yeah, went on from Sega Master System, and then interestingly, this is the Sega Genesis list, but just to talk about the Sega Genesis and where I got introduced with that system was, it it too was a very early entry into the 16-bit wars. Mm-hmm. Um, they scrapped the Master System because they lost to Nintendo, and they were going to get a head start, and they really went after Nintendo with their campaigns, like the Sega does with Genesis don't, Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they were intent on grabbing that 60-bit market and we mentioned the turbo graphics 16 uh i remember like in in band we had a another guy was in our section jason i won't say his last name uh jason had a, a sega genesis when it first came out and he was so into it and uh we would have like a little rivalry it was kind of like the early days of the fanboyism mm-hmm. i had invested in the turbo graphics 16 he had invested in the Sega Genesis, and we would talk about, like, well, the Sega Genesis was true 16-bit, because there was the whole thing with Turbo Graphics where it was, like, two 8-bit processors. Yeah. It looked great, but it technically wasn't a 16-bit. And uh, so I wasn't super into the Sega Genesis, and it wasn't until a couple years later when they kind of got their legs and the, the console wars really took off. That's yeah. when my love for the Sega Genesis really kind of unfolded. Um, so, and with that, I guess we'll just jump right into our list. Okay. And, uh, who gets to go first this time? Oh, I don't remember what orders, but we'll let, we'll let you go first. Okay. Um, all right. So right off the top of the bat, I'm going to go with Sonic the Hedgehog. It, it is the game just, that... Just get rid of that one right off the bat. Yeah, it's, just right it's, off. Just, it's out of the way. Um, so- Sonic the Hedgehog is a great game. It was the... I guess it started the mascot wars, um, where you weren't a successful like 2D like adventure platforming style game unless you had some kind of mascot to sell and push behind it. Obviously, Nintendo was king with Mario, 
And Sonic just kind of like created a rivalry. Like Mario was off doing his own thing and Nintendo was off doing their own thing. But the, all the while, Sega Genesis was like trying to push Nintendo into a fight. And they kind of developed that edgy style that they were so famous for and really overtook Nintendo for a bit. And Sonic was that perfect mascot for that whole attitude because he was kind of sassy yeah. and, um, you know, sarcastic. And he really fit that time period because the Simpsons were big and Bart was sarcastic. It was a very sarcastic time. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it's a lot to do with the uh, success of Sonic the Hedgehog as Sega's mascot that kind of launched that whole mascot war that everybody was like, we've got to have a mascot too. Let's make Bubsy and Arrow the Acrobat. Yeah. <laughs> and, there, and this whole slew of other, yeah. like, that, one of these. All the failed ones. Yeah. I, I, you know, that, I don't even think those even would have come to be if not for Sonic being so successful against Mario. Yep. I agree 110% that it's because of Sonic we had that mascot war period. Yeah pretty much all throughout the 16-bit era and uh and i the sonic was i remember like i think it came as a bundle that was the first genesis i got came bundled with sonic yeah. and it's hard to imagine that there was actually genesis before sonic i know yeah. but it really was i mean i think i think the genesis came out around 89 um and it went about a year and a half two years i don't think sonic came out until 91 yeah it's it was a couple of years. A couple of years of around. them just kind of like, eh, we're here. Uh, why don't, come on, people, play Sega Genesis. We got better graphics and everything. Sonic really, when it came out, then the Genesis started flying off the shelves, I think. We owe a lot as gamers to Sonic because nothing nothing really, you know, jumpstarts quality, like good competition. Yeah. And Sega was a legit competitor. And Sonic was a really good character and it played it was a fun game and it would have to be because you couldn't just have a sassy character and then it play like crap um it really introduced that whole uh speed element it was like another thing that sega genesis just used to pit against nintendo was the speed blast processing blast processing <laughs> and all the buzzwords and stuff that they had uh you know championed and if you've read that book the console wars i don't know if you've had a chance to check it out i haven't yeah, it, it's it's fascinating, man. It, it's a great, great read, and it it's from the perspective of um, the CEO of Sega, who used to be the CEO of Mattel, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, Sega was aware that they were losing the war. They brought him over, and they set up shop in you know Sega USA. Sega was so Japan, mm -hmm. you know, and Nintendo was too. But they had Sega of. Or, um, you know, Nintendo of America was still pretty strong presence, um, but not really so much for Sega. And I think it that was one of the things too is the Japanese audience didn't care for Sega; they were just more into Nintendo, I guess. Hmm. And it kind of the Sega of America really kind of pulled the success of Sega. So it's really a fascinating story, and I love it a lot. And of course, it goes into Sega or Sonic quite a bit. And uh, how, you know, what was it, Sonic Team? Uh, yeah, the, they, the, the whole office was mostly just Sonic Team. And they were cranking out the sequels left and right because you just couldn't get enough Sonic. And, uh, you know, I, I say Sonic the Hedgehog. I really ought to just say Sonic games in general. In general, yeah. I want to pay respects to Sonic the Hedgehog because it was such a huge deal. And it was a fun game. But Sonic 2 was a huge deal in its own right. Yeah, introduced Tails. Yeah, you got Tails. Um, it was the uh, first game that actually got a set release date. Yeah, yeah, they, I remember that was a big deal. Yeah, it was like Sonic uh, Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. And it released in the United States and in Japan at the same time. And if you're not an old gamer like us, you wouldn't understand how what a huge deal that is everything came out in japan first mm -hmm. always yeah, like, sometimes even to the point where i would order it from japan just because i wanted to have it earlier <laughs> yeah you know you you have the history of importing things over like i never once imported anything over i never got on the phone in the yeah. mail order and all that <laughs> thing and it seems so antiquated now 
thinking about how people, you know, would bring games over like that. Yeah, man, it couldn't do it like so easily with the click of a mouse button. Mm-mm. You had to get on the phone and call. <laughs> yeah, you can just do it on your phone. You're like done. It'll be here in like. A oh week. yeah, and when I say get on the phone, I don't mean get on the phone. I mean yeah, you mean like <laughs> the get on the phone. <laughs> world (laughs) Uh, but yeah sonic 2 is a massive deal and then sonic 3 of course came out and that was big uh sonic cd which is one of my all-time favorite uh sega genesis slash you know sega cd games um i'd gotta give a shout out to sonic cd could easily be on my top five list on its own oh man i I love that intro with it the the song yeah oh yeah you got the little cartoon. This is yeah. before the Saturday morning cartoon came out with like Urkel and all that. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it was fantastic. And the game was a lot of fun too. It might actually be my favorite Sonic game. But, you know, like I said, I want to give a proper shout out to the whole entire, like, you know, mm-hmm. collective of Sonic games because we're cheaters like that. Right, right. <laughs> Um, I think every list we throw in something that's like, we do. okay, this one's going to encompass like this whole series. We say we're going to do a list of the 10 best, but we sneak in another 10 <laughs> almost always. We don't even play by our, our own rules. Uh, but yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog, I have great, great memories of that game. Um, I have a, I have an old like Polaroid, not Polaroid, but an old picture. Of, like I think like you over at my house. And we were playing Sonic in the background. If I can find it, I'll dig it up oh, and scan yeah? it. Yeah, and like, and I was like, I'm so fat, and I had like, a, you know, like, <laughs> such a little husky guy. Um, but it's one of those like painful to look at pictures. Just like, ooh. I uh, remember going to your house like the first time I played Sonic, and just yeah, like really we were in my room by... playing, and my mom came in and was just like, smile, and we were just like, what? Like, playing Sonic? <laughs> we didn't even like, we didn't even turn around and cheese. We we're just. Both of us are just like, mm. I, I don't remember the picture being taken. <laughs> hey, it's still on the controller. <laughs> um, but yeah, this will that, you know, start with the bang, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's my number one. And uh, well, uh, okay, so, you, on to me. So, well, you know, we were talking about uh, there was actually life before Sonic on the Genesis. Well, that life, I think, pretty much began with Altered Beast. That's Rise be from the grave. <laughs> oh man, Altered Beast. It, it's one of those games that I swear most people remember very fondly. And then when you actually go back and look at it, or even yet worse yet, try to play it, it's just total hot garbage. Well, yeah, but you can't deny that no. it's like it's the arcade version. I mean, it's it's, like it's spot on. It is spot on, and that was the pack-in game for the original Sega Genesis. And I was talking about my friend Jason, who would you know try and talk about how great the Sega Genesis was, and that was one of his points. Was you know I have Altered Beast. It's the arcade version of Altered Beast. Yeah. Suck it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got Bonk, and he's pretty cool too, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Altered Beast was. You can't deny it. Graphically, it's impressive. They would get powered up, and they'd be so buff that their head would be so tiny. Yeah, <laughs> what's up with that too? Like they're kind of like naked guys walking around. It's like very homoerotic. <laughs> it's like Greece, kind of like. Um, I mean, it's like He-Man, Clash of the Titans. You know I mean? Well, yeah, that too. Um, and so, yeah, you power up, and then you turn into like a wolf at some point, yeah. and then you fight a guy who throws. I think his... every board they were kind of a different beast. I liked the dragon one. Thought he was kind of cool. Yeah. I just remember like being a dragon and like electrocuting eyeballs. <laughs> the thing that I remember like trying to play it that just seemed so frustrating is like their punches and kicks would be like so short. Like, you know, there's a, like, no length to Yeah, it's like they got T-Rex arms or something. You, you got to get so close to hit somebody. It was a frustrating game to play. Yeah. But, um, but it was fun. It was fun. And if you had a Sega Genesis, it was a great... It would be one of those games that you could invite friends over and make them jealous. <laughs> because we, they're playing Sega Genesis in 89 on Nintendo. You're playing, you know... DuckTales or whatever, which is a great game in its own right, but when you when juxtaposed next to each other, there's a huge oh, difference. Um, so yeah, that's a good pick. I I just remember the the digitized voice, which was kind of a big deal. What also. was it? The boss, like when yeah, they would say something when you go through the boss fight. I forget what it was. Something near Doom. <laughs> yeah. 
Welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. <laughs> yeah. And you'd have to like wait for him to say it before it kicked off the fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the power up, power up. Yeah. It, it really touted, it, it took advantage of that voice chip quite a bit. And it kind of would get annoying. But I remember being really impressed with it when. Oh, yeah. And I love the intro of the game, too. Where it's like that dun, 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 dun. You can feel that bass. And, mm-hmm. um, it was a truly unique game at the time. Still pretty unique. And it was a great, you know, packing game for a system that struggled for quite a bit. Um, yeah, I like, the, I, I, like, I like the memory of that game. Yeah. <laughs> so that, is, that, that, is that all for all two of these? Number two for you. Um, well, my number two, I guess, kind of fits the style, at least art style of, goes well with your game, and it's Golden Axe. Yeah. Um, which was an arc- another, another arcade, arcade game. game right? Yep. And we talked about Sega and my love for arcade ports. I guess the reason I didn't jump right on board with the Genesis is because I was burned by the Master System. Yeah. It, it had a few good games, but for the most part, it was sort of abandoned. And you know how it is when you get an abandoned system. You know, they're just looking forward to the next new thing. Sega was good at that. Um, but with, with Golden Axe, you got like another good arcade port of a really good arcade classic. And it, it was your smash em, like button masher, like classic. Um, and I think since the Sega Genesis had those three buttons, like one was like a, an attack, one was like a jump, and then the third one like unleashed some magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had, like, your elf and your warrior, and I think there was a girl, too. Valkyrie? Or, Va- or am I thinking of Gauntlet? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, it was neat that you could ride around on, like, the beasts. Um, it, it was the, the attacks were really weighty. I remember, like, you'd hit a guy, and, like, you'd clonk him on the head, and it, it just felt really good. It was very satisfying to beat somebody up in, in a Golden Axe. Kind of like how in Double Dragon 2 is very satisfying to kill somebody <laughs> in Golden Axe. And um, it might have been the first really good example of what a home system could do, like multiplayer with that style of game. Um, many others would follow that were maybe better, but I mean, like, I remember the graphics being pretty large. Um, it really was kind of true to the arcade. And I, and obviously, I'm, re- I'm remembering it through a lens of nostalgic. Sure. Fondness, but uh, Golden Axe is one of those games. That, like I think Sega, like I go with Golden Axe. It's it's one of the mm. pillars of the original classic. Mm-hmm. And it it was a fun game. There were there were sequels to it that were also good, but none as memorable for me at least as Golden Axe, the first one. Yeah. So that's my number two. Okay, so number two for me, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man versus Kingpin. Pretty good game. Yeah. That, it's a you know I didn't really play it a whole lot but I do remember like seeing it and playing it a little bit and just being really impressed by it because you could actually you know stick to the wall and climb up the wall like Spider Man and it just it looked like a really fun great game. One thing that Sega was really good at and they were very aggressive about was getting really interesting licenses. Yeah. Um, whether it be like, you know, like a Ghostbusters, or um, like you know, Spider Man, for example, they they would get some good licenses, and then they would actually make a good game out of it. Yeah, um, and, the and Batman game was pretty decent. Like if Nintendo would have that license too, but it'd be a totally different game. Well, that was because Nintendo that was part of like a, an agreement. If like, if like you Jurassic made a part, yeah, if you it, Nintendo stipulated that if you made a Batman game on their system as well as another system, it had to be a different game. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Nintendo was. Just had was full of those. I think I learned that from that book too. By the way, yeah. um, plugging that book again, man. Yeah, see, I didn't really realize that. I I knew so many were completely different games. Yep, that was Nintendo. That's what they wanted. And often it seems like the, and you know, I mean, overall, I would say I like Nintendo better, like Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. you know, Super Nintendo versus Genesis. But on many of those where they were like the same brand, but on a totally totally different game i like the genesis one better i did too it they and, and it shouldn't have been better it shouldn't have been no everything about the super nintendo was superior everything so that's weird but anyway but they they really knew how to program on that system i mean they yeah. they, they had it inside and out it was a really really solid system and it, 
I have a lot of good fond memories, and I'm I'm an I guess I'm a Nintendo fanboy, but um, which is funny too, because like I said, I I chose Master System over the NES and Turbo Graphics over Super Nintendo. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I I understand the error of my ways. <laughs> I like I like all games. I do too. I, when you're younger and you can't afford to get them all, it's easy to fall into that trap of fanboyism and yeah, you know, I mean, getting it, in, like I between in, me and my friend I spoke of earlier. When I was in, you know, middle school slash high school, I guess sixteen bit was more high school. That uh, you know, I mean, if if you are forced to choose, well, I'm gonna have to say Nintendo, yeah, right? But you know, I mean, I, I like them both. I always like them both. Yeah, me too. Um, but. Yeah, the the back to the Spider Man game. It was it was neat. The graphics were really good. Um, I liked how like Spider Man could cling to stuff. Yeah. He would do those classic Spider Man poses from the comic books and uh, you know emulate them very well. And over the years, Spider Man games have been very hit or miss. But when they when they hit, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. You got you you get you got a lot of the classic villains from they put in there. Obviously, Kingpin. I don't think I ever actually got to Kingpin. And on, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I didn't play that game a whole, whole lot. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I didn't really either, but it just, it stands out in my mind. I just, I always, when I think of Genesis, I think of like that game and like uh, there's uh, Doc Ock was like one of the early bosses, mm-hmm. I think. And um, it's just... Yeah, it's like Altered Beast. It's just a classic Genesis game. When you see a, a list of many top tens or many top 10 lists out there, like on the internet, for example, that's a game that I see a lot of. And there was even a Sega CD version too, and I wish I'd played that, but I never did. Yeah, I didn't even realize there was a Sega CD version. I mean, what did it have different? Like more, better audio? I don't know. It probably had some full motion video scenes, like shoved in there or something. Um, That's what they did a lot of times. I really... uh, it, well, it was a disappointment. Zega <laughs> ZD, see previous episode. Uh, yeah, that that's a good list. I I I think that's an important pick because it, I think it allows you to realize or appreciate how smart Sega was with their licensing. Like they, you know, they were good at that. Even with like you know celebrities, like they had Joe Montana and like Tommy Lasorda, they would always try and get a celebrity, or and maybe that was in their failing too. Like. It wasn't until like they brought in games like Sonic that Sega really started moving ahead. Um, but I, I always thought it, it couldn't have hurt them to get these good licenses in. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't hurt through that it was a good game. So, number three. Number three for me um, is Streets of Rage 2. Uh, now, which you specifically say 2 over... You, you, we're not doing like... Streets of Rage, Uncompass, all Yeah, of them. there was a like, 1 and a 3 also, I believe. And they were both fine games, but Streets of Rage 2, to me, is the, the masterpiece. Yeah. Um, the, the characters are very... They, they, the characters stand out quite a bit. The moves stand out Blaze quite a bit. Blaze was hot. Blaze was hot. She like wore that little miniskirt still kicked ass. Yeah, out. and doing those high kicks in the miniskirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with like that slutty appearance at like, all those fighting games? Like, I mean, I'm sorry. These girls had to fight with wearing next to nothing <laughs> like fishnets and you know my my biggest memory of streets of rage and, and really this is more one and not two is um when you worked at that video store and we had that big screen tv and it was just like the genesis was hooked up to that tv and so it was playing through a track mode and just looping like all day long yeah i guess i was over there like waiting for you to get off or something like we we're gonna go out or something and it was are you talking about video vault Video Vault. Oh my yeah. god, well, that was a yeah. I, blast I didn't know the the, couldn't remember the name of it until you said it. But yeah. yeah, when you worked at Video Vault, and it would just like loop through the attract mode over and over and over. Yeah, you're pretty sick and, of I it. I mean, you. I'm sure you remember that more than I do. I but I remember it looping like. That. I remember we weren't supposed to play Genesis games on that TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was something that the boss had found out. He'd been really mad. Yeah, we were supposed to play only Disney movies 24 <laughs> seven, but when it was late. Uh, and it was just like me and like Danny or whatever, like another friend of ours. Uh, we bust out the Sega Genesis and hook it up to the big screen TV and have a good time because nobody ever came in. And I don't even remember, you know, we weren't even playing on it. It was just looping through that attract yeah. mode. And so I was just listening to it. a funny little it. memory to Play. jog, jog the memory <laughs> yeah. of that, that game specifically. Not even the game I mentioned, just Streets of Rage. Yeah, I mean, that just, think of Streets of Rage and I think of the Video Vault. 
<laughs> Funny how our mind works. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that game, I've beat it so many times. Some of these games on the list that we mentioned, I have vague memories of it. I remember I liked it and I played it, but this game I remember beating again and again and again. You know, I'm not even sure if I've beat it. I mean, I, I'm sure I played through it and beat it with you, but I, I keep, if I try to think of it, I like, I meld together Final Fight with it. It, it well, Final Fight's, in, it's interesting that you mentioned Final Fight because it was meant to be it's the Sega answer. Final Fight. Yeah, yeah, it was, and um, it, it was better than Final Fight. I mean, Final Fight had like maybe prettier, bigger graphics, but they didn't have Guy. And oh, I'll be well, damned yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to play Final Fight without Guy. Yeah, you know? The Sega Final Fight had their own three people. Yeah. What was with Nintendo, man? I don't know. Something about... The, and then they released a Guy not edition. Not memory. Well, yeah. but they took out... I think they took out Cody to yeah. put Guy in. Oh, they never a, could have all three. Just keep screwing the pooch yeah. on that again and Final again. Final Fight Guy and Final Fight. Yeah. <laughs> and and I don't want I'm not bagging on Final Fight. I was a huge Final Fight fan. Uh love the arcade and it was fun on Super Nintendo as well. Again, we had both systems. We enjoyed both sides. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I enjoyed I think I think Streets of Rage 2 is a better console game. Final Fight was a better arcade game. Um, so yeah, that's Streets of Rage 2. And it's actually available on, uh, there's a great line of 3DS games that yeah. are pretty reasonable, pretty reasonably priced. And some of these games we're mentioning are available in full 3D. You oh. can get them on the 3DS, Streets of Rage 2. Oh, with the little 3D gimmick? The little 3D gimmick, they're still... I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. That's and they're, like I say, they're cheap. Um, was uh, Streets of Rage 3, did that have a kangaroo? I remember it had like a little dude on rollerblades. I don't remember a I kangaroo. Wonder, I wonder what I'm thinking of that had a kangaroo. A kangaroo? Know. Yeah. <laughs> the Australian I know, Streets did. of Rage. Tekken had a kangaroo. Roger. All right. Oh, I remember Roger. Very much so, yeah. And well, that yeah, was just... there was a kid with rollerblades. That's right. Was Roger something you unlocked, though? Was he on the he select was, yeah, screen? He was a hidden character. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Streets of Rage 2. It's, it's a really fun game, and it's, it's available in lots of places. You can find it everywhere. That's my number three, Nick. What about you? Um, okay, I'm I'm doing the all-encompassing, <laughs> like we do, uh, uh, Disney games. So you know, like the, uh, the there was the Lion King and Aladdin. Aladdin. And, oh. And, and and these are specifically where you know we were talking about when there was on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. Mm-hmm. The Genesis version was better. It was so much better. Yeah, I mean, like Aladdin. I don't even. What I guess there was a Lion King on Super Nintendo. I don't Probably. I mean, they but would I, port it. Everywhere. I did play Aladdin on Super Nintendo, and and it was a fine game in its own right, but it wasn't like the Genesis was like just like the, the frames of animation in in, uh, in those games were astounding, man. Yeah, I mean, they actually employed Disney animators. The Gen or Super Nintendo had you know more colors and better colors, but yeah, the the Genesis was Disney animation. Mm-hmm. Very Disney quality. Uh, a lot of those games, I would can admit they were fine looking games. Um, they didn't always play that great, but they yeah, looked great. <laughs> that Aladdin game though was amazing. That that was one of those games that kind of got the ball rolling even further for Sega Genesis too. Like they had Sonic, they had some momentum. Yeah. Um, but it was that like games like Aladdin, which is funny because t- licenses. Movie licensed games are typically shit. For like, I mean, they, they are. They're just not very good. And so you, Disney had their own studio too at one point, and those games weren't great. But Sega always had good Disney games. Even going back before Aladdin. Oh, yeah, had, like the Mickey Mouse and the yeah, a, Castle, Castle of Illusion. Illusion and the Donald, there was Donald, a Donald Duck game. Yeah, there was Mickey and Donald and uh, Donald Duck Quack Shot. Yep. Something like that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of Disney and games. And even before that huge like breakthrough they had made with Aladdin, I mean, those games were quality games. They looked good. Mm-hmm. They looked like cartoons. So, again, if I'm, if I'm seeing a theme develop here, it's that Sega was good at locking down those, those you know, exclusive titles, those, mm-hmm. those licenses, and putting them to good use. Um, was, was there like a bonkers game or that's like a Disney afternoon that's there was I'm sure but these were like the movie games specifically 
Yeah, I think I don't really remember bonkers, but I I think there was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's a good cheat. I'm gonna allow it, <laughs> especially since I did Sonic. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, yeah. So moving on to number on. four. Uh, for me, it's gonna be. I'm sorry, man. This is gonna probably fly over you, and you're not gonna. You, I'm sure you can appreciate it, but John Madden football once again cheating. But you have to cheat because John Madden football was one of those series where it was just iteratively better, and they would just update the licenses or the I'm not the licenses pardon me the rosters that was always the reason to buy a game they throw in like little quality of life enhancements from here and they're like you can there's more animations and tackling animations and now you can run the ball better but it was all about just seeing like your favorite players and once again um the genesis version and this is not even just my opinion like everybody knew if you're gonna play a Madden game it had to be on Sega because it was just not as good on Super Nintendo. <laughs> the graphics had that, you know, sharpness to them. It was more colorful than the shading and things like that. Get the 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 um the sprites were fine, but it, for some reason they just couldn't lock down the controls. But on Sega Genesis, John Madden was just like the way to go. It seems like everyone I knew that played Madden always had it on Genesis. And the only time I think I even ever tried a Madden game that wasn't on Sega Genesis is when like PlayStation came out and uh, there was like some exclusivity thing going on where uh, it was not going to be on the Saturn, but it was going to be on PlayStation. And they, they updated it quite a bit. Obviously, they would because of the polygons and stuff. Um, but for years and years and years, Madden reigned supreme. And I guess if I had to pick like one of the best years, like if you're a hockey fan, NHL 94 is like one that people talk about. I know. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> Madden 94, Madden 95, those were like my favorites. So, you know, huge, huge, huge shout out to Madden. I, I don't really have a lot anecdotally to talk about with Madden, just that I'm of, I tell you what though, I will say that my Sega Genesis was primarily my Sonic slash EA Sports machine. Um, I would get the NBA games. I even got the hockey games a couple times. And I don't even care about hockey. The college sports games, but mainly the Madden was like the cash cow. You know, they were able to do all those other games because Madden was so popular. All my friends at in high school, it was a, very, it was a high school thing. Mm-hmm. It was. It was around the time when I was in high school. And friends would come over and we would have... You know, like playoffs, you know, like we would pick a team, we'd pick our favorite team. I was always the Lions. Our friend Danny was always like the Chiefs. I'll edit that out. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, like everybody had their favorite team. We'd have like playoffs. And uh, another really neat thing about the uh, Madden games was if you didn't have your friends to do your own playoffs, there was a playoff system in place to where um, you're playing your game and just like a real football game. They would flash scores of other games that would be going on, like on a regular Sunday telecast of a football game. Blew my mind. Hmm. You know, like here I am playing my game, and it's like Raiders 14, you know, Seahawks 10, third quarter. Like, that is so awesome. (laughs) And it would update along, kind of similar with the, you know, if I was in the fourth quarter, they would update a game in the fourth quarter, and they would constantly flash that. Like, that blew my mind. It was the attention to detail in those Madden games were the best. So, anyways, that's going to be my my long diatribe on <laughs> John Madden football. My number four uh, could even possibly be the main reason why I had the Sega Genesis. Sonic would probably be in the first. Anyways, that's my number four, Nick. What's your number four? Uh, Earthworm Jim. Oh, damn. That's another great game. Earthworm Jim, man. The, uh, just, the, I remember when that game first came out, and just the animation was amazing. Uh, the I mean, humor, the, the humor, the audio. You know, Tommy Tallarico, you know, did all the audio on that. It was just what happened to Shiny Games? They were such a big thing at that time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just, I guess, they ran out of Earthworm Jim ideas and just couldn't but, propel that on. Uh, man, the, just Earthworm Jim. You know, I mean, you got to be honest. It, it played. It, the controls were pretty loose. It, it was, it was difficult to play. But a little bit, but I mean, it was so great game though. The controls maybe were a little bit loose, but I really loved the idea of like having like these different types of like, because I mean, he would use his head. Yeah. Like he was a worm in a exoskeleton like suit, like big muscular like suit. 
and he would use his head as a whip, and he had that like little gun uh, as his other si secondary weapon. And remember the part like in the first level, and I love this about Earthworm Jim. You launch the cow, yeah, and then way later in the other, it like comes at the end, back of, at it the comes end. back. <laughs> I mean. You don't. You didn't see that in games back in those yeah. days. I mean, there was hey, like true continuity. <laughs> Princess, was... what's her name? Yeah. And the, I can't remember the queen's like full name. It was like super long, but yeah. slug for a butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, they had a really good thing going with that sense of humor, right? Um, and it was another again, like you said, it was one of those games that it was out on Super Nintendo, but. The Genesis was like the definitive version, though. It came out first on Genesis. Yeah. It didn't come out till a little bit later on Super Nintendo. And when it did come out on Super Nintendo, it was missing one of the boards. I forget which one it was now. Like, uh, was it the one where you're on like a like a bungee cord of, of snot? Was <laughs> it that one? You know what? It makes sense if it was because that'd be like one of those questionable, like, content type thing well i don't think it was a i don't think it was a thing about questionable content i think it was just something about uh, memory restraints like if the audio was using up too much memory or something or other i forget what i've read about it before and i forget now why the reason was but yeah um, it was yeah there were some technical limitations there right like even what like the 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 pixels like the yeah there's something about the thing. resolution that the uh, the Genesis because it was made for the Genesis yeah and so that's the true like resolution in the the Super Nintendo version is like squished a little bit so yeah it like got ported over to Super Nintendo yeah and once again even though the Super Nintendo is superior in so many ways it couldn't keep up and I, I really don't think it was blast processing I just think they were able to squeeze more with what they had with the Sega Genesis, like they took more advantage. And the Super Nintendo was, you know, they would take advantage in other things, like sound. I mean, Genesis could not even hold a candle to Super Nintendo in sound. And they had their own little tricks up their sleeves, like Mode 7, oh, FX yeah, chips. The, the Super Nintendo version had like prettier backgrounds mm -hmm. because it would have like more colors and more effects like in the background for Earthworm Jim. But still, it was just a better game on Genesis. And then it came out on Sega CD. Never and, played that one either. Oh, it, I've got it. It's good. It yeah, just, yeah. yeah, it's got even better audio. It's got like a, another new board. Um, yeah, um, that's the definitive version right there is on Sega CD. I was going to say like you would get those definitive type editions like on Sega CD because they would try to port over some of their like well-known franchises over to Sega CD. They just didn't do it fast enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I, I remember seeing that game, but I don't think I ever bought it. So I was plenty happy enough with Earthworm Jim, and there was a sequel, and it was good, too. Yeah, yeah Earthworm Jim 2 was good, but it wasn't as memorable as the first game. Yeah, once once you, you know, it's like the Matrix. Like, you see something, like, totally unique for that first time, and then others come out and copy it, and they try to just give you more of what was special. But after a year or two, you know, you're just sort of like, that's great, I'm going to buy that, but... It didn't. It didn't have that same wow factor that yeah. the first one had, and you know, magazines making a huge deal out of things. You know, like Earthworm Jim, I see on the cover. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, you know, and out of out of the blue came Earthworm Jim and Shiny. I mean, it was such a huge deal. I remember the developer, and they haven't done anything in 20 years yeah, well, at least. I don't know. So yeah, Earthworm Jim is a great pick. Could have could have used them on my. Could have used Earthworm on my list as well. <laughs> Does that bring us to five? Um, yeah, five. Okay, man, I really struggled with the fifth. I have some shout-outs. I mean, we like to do shout-outs, I think, um, right around here. Mm -hmm. So I want, let me just mention in passing, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time. Um, I wanted to shout-out Dragon's Lair, Sega CD. Mm -hmm. um, it was on my list originally, but I feel like I've just been talking about Dragon's Lair so much. Yeah, yeah everybody knows you like Dragon's Lair. I love Dragon's Lair. I like Dragon's Lair. A headline there for you. And and the Sega CD version was the definitive who, home Who version. doesn't like Dragon's Lair? I don't know. I've never met anybody that didn't love Dragon's Lair. Such a such a legendary game. Uh, so yeah, that's my sh that's one of my shout-outs. I wanted to give a shout-out also to uh, 
you know, uh, and this this is like a shout out that it, I know I it, it's like a, a recognition shout out. Not that I really played it because I didn't, but Gunstar Heroes, I just want to give you like your due. You know, like I, I understand Gunstar Heroes. Yeah. It's is, always one. Anytime you see any kind of a Genesis list, it's one of them on there. Yeah, sometimes it's number one, and it's always in the top ten. So, you know, fans of Gunstar Heroes, and it's also one of those 3DS games. I need to just buy it and play it. I'll probably love it. Um, But for whatever reason, I just never picked it up. Um, Do you have any shout-outs you could think of? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, Tasmania. Oh, I like Tasmania Uh, quite a bit. The I, I love the hand the hand drawn like graphics of yeah. that were fantastic. Um, again, probably came out for Super Nintendo, but looked better yeah, on Tasmania. You know, when when you think of Genesis, you think of Toe Jam and Earl, but I didn't really ever play it. Yeah, Toe Jam and Earl was like they were really trying to find their identity, I think, and it did give them like it was it was to get people talking about the Genesis, and it was very unique, and it it was just more of an artistic game. Yeah. It was that funk. They they you know they they really focused, I think, more on the characters themselves. And when you actually play the game, it's not just not much to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's a. There was like uh, Sega had like their own version of Mortal Kombat. They had the Eternal Champions. You know. Yeah, that's another game that I don't even remember if I even ever played it, but I recognize that it was a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah. Came. It, it was like you said. It was like kind of their clone of Mortal Kombat. Came out around the same time as Mortal Kombat 2. People can't get enough Mortal Kombat, so, you know, if you have a quality title, it's going to get some attention, people are going to get it. You know, and I think that was one that actually was fairly successful, you know, because there were other, you know, Mortal Kombat clones. Like, what what was that one, like, uh, Weapon Lord or something? (sighs) Yeah, then you got games like Clay Fighter and, and... well, and, and that was, I mean, Clay Fighter, that's not really so much Mortal Kombat clone. It's just the yeah, fighting the game The digitized craze. graphics, you're right, yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, Street Fighter was big, and so everybody's making fighting games. What was that awful one on 3DO? <laughs> oh, Way of the Warriors. Yes! Oh my god, that game was pure shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a perfect example. Like, people would just take those digitized actors, put them in a game like Mortal Kombat, and yeah. sell yeah, that was um, but Eternal Champions was quality. It, you you could recognize that it was a good game. Yeah, it wasn't just some piece of crap that was shoved out to try and capitalize on the Mortal Kombat craze. So good shout out there. Um, so, anyways, that those are and Ghostbusters was a cool one. Oh right, well, yeah, Ghostbusters just because Ghostbusters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Okay, uh, so my number five is going to be a little racing game called Hard Driving. Hard driving, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that I, one in the arcades? In the arcades, yeah. I didn't really play it on Genesis, but but yeah, I loved hard driving in the arcades. I mean, it was like a, a it was like a simulator. Yeah, I, it it was one of those games. Like I remember walking into Aladdin's Castle, and they would feature that new game in the front, and it sat there in the front for quite a while. And for us, we were like in those you know near old enough to drive years Mm -hmm. so when you get a game like hard driving it was like such a really faithful simulation to driving uh i I was it i think hard driving is the reason why like all of my vehicles to this day have been manual transmissions i love getting in that car and playing with that manual the gear shift it felt so right and there was a clutch how did the uh genesis handle the polygon graphics it was fine yeah It, it was a pretty faithful uh translation graphically Obviously, what it was missing though was that experience of sitting in a seat. Yeah, you with just the, got the control. Yeah, you didn't have a wheel, and that wheel too was very like stiff. Like it, you know, if you were skidding, and you know, like the force feedback on that wheel, you felt it. Yeah. Uh, so you're missing that too with like a Sega Genesis game. But it, you know, it was an experience kind of game. But it, you know, the graphics were really good. Uh, it was fun. I, I remember always like starting out with that loop to loop yeah you know yeah. you'd start out with a loop to loop and you'd do a ramp and then you'd go up on like a bank like in like a you know nascar style bank and uh and it was like a short time limit so you didn't get to play the game very long if i recall yeah i know every time i played it it was very short <laughs> yeah and uh you would stall if you didn't know how to drive a clutch like you'd stall out i mean i think yeah. you could do manual 
or automatic too, maybe. Maybe yeah. it was only manual transmission. Yeah, that one I don't really remember. Uh, Daytona USA, I remember being able to pick manual and automatic. For sure. Daytona. But it didn't have a but clutch. About it, <laughs> so like, yeah, if you didn't know how to like, if you if you pop a clutch just like on a real car, like your car would die, and you had that short timer, and also too. There was stunts involved, and if you like screwed up the loop to loop, it would go to this dramatic like replay. Oh yeah, you remember that? Yeah. And uh, it was like dun 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 dun, you know, like and you get to see like from another perspective how you know you screwed up. <laughs> so you know, it it was one of those like more it was more expensive to play. It was a lot of fun, and this pick may be more towards remember in the arcade, yeah. but it was decent. Um, I, I know I got further in the game thanks to not having to pay more money and getting to try lots more times. So I, I got to experience it a lot more, and it was fun. It really was a fun game on the Genesis. Like I stand by that pick. It was a good, good game. So, so that's my five. My number five. Yep. Uh, Bonanza Brothers. Remember Bonanza Brothers? Bonanza Brothers. That's yeah, that's an that, old school game. That is a really interesting game. Sega. Another arcade game. <laughs> yeah, another arcade game. A good port of the arcade game on the Genesis. Very faithful. But yeah, and uh, you know, it, it had sneaking that sneaking around. Uh, that's the whole point of the game: sneaking around, don't get seen, steal the hide behind stuff. Yeah, like hide behind stuff. Yeah, steal the jewels, escape. It's mm-hmm. fun. And it had that kind of rendered kind of. 3D I really like that style. It yeah. was it was really it, effective. a very simplistic kind of look to it. I, I really like the style. That's a good. That's a good one, and I think they had that game at like Walmart or something, and we're pretty sure we both that, saw it. There. That was, I think, my introduction to it. Mine as well. I, I think. Well, and you, you knew it was at that Walmart, and you took me over there one day. Yeah. And you gotta check this game out, man. And that was my, the first time I'd seen Bananas Brothers, and, and I loved it. Yeah. It's, I, it seemed like, oh, well, that's gotta be like a Nick game. I know you'd appreciate the art style and things. Yeah. And you know, it, it was kind of a throwback to an old classic. Um, arcade from like where you're on a level and you got to reach another level and it, it felt like a throwback to an old style arcade game and it kind of it had like depth to it because yep. you would like hide into the background it wasn't and flat then step forward mm-hmm. and you know go yeah because you, you could dodge bullets somebody would shoot and, like, and it would be so slow little little ball <laughs> and you would just like sidestep <laughs> yeah it, it's you know it, it's one of those games where like it it sticks in your mind um, for the visuals and the gameplay was good too and I give, I have to give it props because it was a different type of game you know like I when I think when I see games like Bonanza Brothers like I'm reminded of games like Cuphead that's coming out for the Xbox oh, yeah. you know games that try to do something different mm-hmm. and have a unique style of animation to it um, and they deserve to be played I and really I, like Bonanza Brothers yeah that's that's a good respect pick right there you know, you had you mentioned all those shout-outs that could have easily slid in there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Road Rash was another one of my shout-outs. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a fun game where you just beat the hell out of people riding a motorcycle down <laughs> a highway. And the fun thing about Road Rash was the wipeouts. Like, if you get hit by a car, like, your dude would, like, smack on the pavement and slide into a tree, like, way down. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't even really talk about Sega racing games without even mentioning, uh, like, Outrun, um, Hang On, Super Hang On. Yeah, but you know what? Those games, I don't really think got a 16-bit. Yeah, I mean... They they were like Master System games. They're more... Well, and I guess this is just me not really playing Genesis a whole lot coming out, where I'm familiar with these games in the arcade and just know that they're Sega arcade games. Now, there was this really good Sega Genesis racing game called Super Monaco GP that was like Formula One. And that was really cool because I remember racing, you know, and there were rearview mirrors, and you could see like the drive, the cars behind you in the rearview mirrors. Oh, yeah. It's a very novel thing for the for the like time. Afterburner, I mean, that was on Genesis. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There were there were like sequels to Afterburner that came out for Genesis. A huge, huge collection of, collection of, of arcade ports, you know, and sequels. You know, like they we talked. Uh, we didn't talk about Shinobi. Like there were like lots of Shinobi oh, games. Shinobi, yeah. I love Shinobi. As a huge, huge fan of the original Shinobi arcade game, when it came to Sega Genesis, it kind of took on a whole new, like... There was a Revenge of Shinobi. I guess that was the sequel. 
And Shinobi's done that over the years too. Like Shinobi kind of got reinvented once again on the Xbox and it was that kind of 3D kind of style game where it was very difficult. So mm. every time Shinobi like jumps to a new system, it kind of reinvents itself. But those games were fun. You know, I don't remember a whole lot. I don't think I played Revenge or Shinobi because I probably took a look at it and go, that's not Shinobi. I yeah. was a snob. I was a Shinobi <laughs> snob. Um, but lots and lots and lots of good games. The The system went for a long, long time. You know, it clung to life with the Sega CD and the 32X. Um, but a historic system, a system that jump-started console wars, the concept of a console war. Um, and, you know, really for the first time, you know, Nintendo was taken aback. Like, they were just, like, ruling things for so long. Mm -hmm. And I love Nintendo, and they're I know they're responsible for jump-starting games, you know, at home. After the crash. After yeah. the crash. Like, we have Nintendo to thank for so many things as far as, like, how things work, even to this day, are because of Nintendo. So, but Sega Genesis, our hat's off to you. Uh, that's... Hey, a little uh, trivia. You, you know what Sega stands for, right? No. You don't know? What? I, no, I don't. Service games. Like the SE is service and then GA games. Huh. Same no guy. kidding. Yeah. That's, that's that's really interesting. That's a bit of trivia for it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured that would have been in the, your, the book, the Console Wars book. Is nope. not? No, they didn't. They never mentioned it. Um, they, they delve into a lot of history on both sides for Nintendo and Sega and even some PlayStation. Um, for again, I'm going to recommend everybody check that book out. It's awesome. It's a great, great book. Um, so yeah, that's our list of our 10 favorite, uh, Sega Genesis games in our mind, the top 10, even though we didn't go 10 to one. Yeah. Our, our personal favorites. Yep. Um, just a little bit of, um, you know, not related to Sega Genesis, a little housekeeping. We do have a Facebook page. It's the bit geeks. So, you know, if you go to like facebook.com or whatever, slash the bit geeks, um, we do have an Instagram too, but you know, it's also the bit geeks, but we aren't really posting too much on that. I haven't found a utility for it quite yet. Facebook seems to do the job pretty well. Um, also, uh, thanks to everybody for seven. You know, like we are officially over a thousand subscribers now. I think, um, and over ten thousand views. The site's been really gaining popularity. It seems so. Thanks a lot to all you guys. I think Logan helps with that. Maybe he does. Yeah. Maybe he's telling all of his friends at school, and I just don't know it. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, until next week, that's been our show. Um, anything else? No. no. All right. See you next time. Thanks for watching. <laughs>